0: Hey guys, before we start our show, I want to tell y'all about our good friends at Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a podcast hosting site that we use, and to be honest, they make my life super easy when it comes to posting and uploading the weekly D. I simply just upload, publish, Press what date I want it in, or I can either schedule it or post it the same day. Put all our, our information or description, press upload, and boom, it's everywhere iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. It's super easy to use, and on top of that, they give you awesome tools like analytics and the clip maker. The clip maker is literally one of my favorite tools that they offer, and it's all included with our subscription if you want to do your own podcast uh please consider our uh, buzzsprout i mean they they are awesome i'm going to put a link in the description below that you can click on and it'll take you to buzzsprout with our special offer where you get a discounted rate and on top of that you get a amazon 20 dollar gift card so don't forget Buzzsprout and makes your life easier when it comes to hosting a podcast. Okay, guys, I also want to tell you about our friends at Little M Shop. You got a smelly car or a funky room. Maybe you got that stinky gym bag you forgot to empty out last week. Well, have no fear because little m is here little m offers some of the coolest looking and best smelling air fresheners in the game with designs like rad out of this world and be cool paired with amazing scents like little black ice that sweet sweet cream that dan loves to smell he still puts it in his pillowcases till his day at miami vice they little m makes air fresheners that not only look cool but smell great and if you're an uber driver i highly recommend having them because they are awesome conversation starters they look awesome and they smell they keep your car smelling great so you'll only get that five star review and you can refer them to little m little m also has more products than just air fresheners they now have accessories they have journals stickers keychains and so much more get you some little m shop little m today at www.littlemshop.com And lastly, before we start our show, this is one of my favorite sponsors, not only because they make an amazing product, but because the people there are awesome. Our last sponsor of the week and my favorite by far is Southern Star Brewing Company. They are located at 3525 North Fraser Street, Conroe, Texas 77303. Um check them out, please, 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 because they make amazing beers, they're amazing people. Go check out their tap room, buy their beers at the grocery stores, Total Wine and More, Specs, Kroger, H E B, they all have their beers and be on the lookout for their delicious low-calorie IPA. It's called Lil Cal. It that's right, Lil Cal. It's a low-calorie IPA. It has all the amazing IPA flavors with only a hundred calories. That's about the same as a Michelob Ultra. So, you know, get you that beer. You won't be drinking piss water. You'll be drinking delicious Southern Star beer. And it only has 100 calories. Or, if you're not feeling an IPA, you can go check out their Southern Brunch. It's a light and refreshing citrus shandy that literally tastes just like a mimosa. Right now, it's one of my favorites. Honestly, top three beers right now for me are Corova Shake, Southern Brunch, and that strawberry blonde, cause I love that strawberry blonde. All in that order. Please go check them out. Get your get you some beers. Get you their Carova shake. It tastes like a dr- orange dreamsicle. Get you some Southern brunch. All uh, for the weekends. You know, Saturday have a little a little uh, chicken and waffles with the Southern brunch. You can't go wrong. Please, please, please check out our good good friends at Southern Star. Go to the tap room. Tell them the week needy send you. All right, let's get on with the show. So today I have a very special guest on the podcast. I was very honored to have uh, the opportunity to sit down and chop it up with them through Zoom. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, I've known him since I was in high school and now he has become a grill master at fire a table. He just started his own business and we got to sit down and talk about his meat. That's right, his meat, but not the meat you're thinking about. It's all we talk steaks, more steaks, a little bit of brisket, and some ribs. He's a really good friend. Um, I had a great time just chopping it up with them, and it was his first interview, so please show him some love. And it was my first interview doing it solo dolo, so please show me some love. I hope you guys enjoy what we talk about. If you liked, me having other people on this podcast and me interviewing them uh, let me know also remember give us a five-star review on apple itunes give us a thumbs up on spotify and please just just review us let us know how we're doing if i suck you know let me know if i'm doing good if you like what i'm doing if you like the direction we're heading in let me know also don't forget to follow us on on instagram and twitter at the weekly d pod or you can follow myself at danny underscore g 951 i hope you guys enjoy what you hear thank you guys for giving us a shot this is the weekly d podcast with ivan rosas from fire to table What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode. I'm your host, Danny G, and today we got a good friend of mine, um a, a friend I've known since we were in high school. He's he's doing some good and awesome things right now. He just started his own business, and he's here to talk about it today. He is selling steaks and doing his thing. Really, he gave me a sample. Let's just let's just start off with that. He gave me a sample to try it, and I gotta admit, it was one of the best steaks I've ever had. Hands down. Please welcome my host today, Ivan Rosas from Fire to Table.
1: Hey, guys. What's What's up? Hey, Danny.
0: What's up, man? How you doing?
1: Good, good.
0: Yeah? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So, okay. Let's start this off so it doesn't get too awkward real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You... I've known you since what? Since high school, probably freshman year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, I mean, did you ever go to Lamar Junior High? Yeah,
0: I, I went, but yeah. I I was really new when when I went to the junior high.
1: Oh, so didn't you move from somewhere from
0: California? Yeah,
1: California. There you go. Yeah, I was like I I want to say California, but I didn't want to be wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I moved I moved here in two thousand eight from California. Been here ever wow. since
1: yeah
0: yeah but yeah man so shit 2008 till now that's that's a good minute have
1: you been back
0: (laughs) yeah uh to california yeah yeah i uh i try to visit as much as i can lately i haven't gone in like maybe two three years that's just because i've been super busy trying to get a bunch of stuff started off here yeah but yeah um enough about me let's talk about you man what have you been up to since the last time I talked to you, which was probably graduation day?
2: <laughs> Dude, how's life oh treating you? Uh,
1: you know it's it's been such a trip, and I'm not—I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just, man, like you ever wonder, like when you left Lamar, and you're like, man, what what am I gonna do now? You know? Yeah. I'm sure every one of us was thinking that, and um, you know, ever since graduation, I just followed the. Uh, the traditional route you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: actually in fact um i i graduate we all graduated i remember like what the first week of june or something like that
0: yeah 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 and
1: um literally the next weekend i attended my first college class oh really i was already yeah yeah so at san jacinto in pasadena um I, you know, I just, I went ahead and started. I got my basics out of the way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at that time, you know, you know how we did auto tech in high school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was trying to be a technician and Shit, are um, we I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pursue that, uh, Ford program. Uh-huh. And, uh, at that time it was me and Hector as well going to school together. We would, um, uh, you know, just yeah, I used drive to,
0: over the, I used to ride with them. The, the, oh, the, really? Yeah. So I went to San Jack for like three weeks and then I dropped out. <laughs> oh wow. But, but those three weeks I would ride up there with him.
1: We yeah, used to carpool yeah. together. Yeah, you know, um so I I did that for two years. Um actually I, you know, yeah, I did my auto tech for like maybe a year and then I just decided, man, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. So then I changed uh I actually did not change um what do you say, major. I just basically finished my basics you know okay your math your history whatever so that way because uh, i already had i guess i developed a plan to transfer to university of houston and um after two years i transferred over and um it was crazy man I, dude almost every person who goes to school is gonna change their major like yeah like five six times and that's huh? that was my story. Oh, was it? I was uh yeah, yeah, so I went from auto tech to uh psychologist to engineer and I think I landed finally on just business.
0: Yeah. Damn. Damn, you were all over like, the place, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. And I you know, if I could tell like the younger generation, I would just tell them, make sure you try your best to know what you want to do because um Some of those credits you get do not transfer over to your degree,
0: which means
1: more money spent. So, yeah, I spent a lot of money.
0: Damn. Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I would have probably been in the same boat if I would have actually gone. (laughs) But I ended up up dropping. out. I was like, man, I'm making money. I'm good. But, you know, it it is what it is. I I ended up still being I'm still a tech. I'm a, a diesel tech, but for construction equipment now and a podcaster. Cool, so,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know what you're going to end up with. Um, so after our, I, I, you know, after I finished school, uh, I actually the last half of my school at university of Houston, I was blessed. I got, um, a pretty good job. And, uh, once I finished school, I got like a instant promotion, uh, which was pretty good. And that actually prompted me to just go ahead and, save money and go ahead and start, uh, getting that engagement ring. Because at the time I was already maybe four or five years dating with my wife now. Um, so then I proposed after I graduated or actually, yeah. Uh, during the party, it was Mm -hmm. pretty cool. Um, so then dude finished school, got engaged, got married. Um, we moved out, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Damn, that's awesome, man. Um how'd you how'd y'all meet cuz you're saying y'all y'all started dating in 2013. That was literally a year after we graduated high school.
1: Yeah, uh so we we met at church.
0: Oh, ah, okay.
1: She was uh she was uh, a part of the choir uh-huh. and I I was a sacristan. I was like the guy that was there very first thing in the morning to open the doors for everyone and yeah. I was the last one out so okay. uh it's pretty funny i just i'm like man that girl's cute
0: <laughs> dude that's funny because uh my girlfriend I actually met her at church too but i i met her in shit when was it i met her when i first moved down here that was like one of the first people i met and Hello? uh throughout high school i asked her out like three four times and she rejected me every time dude <laughs> <laughs> damn and uh it, it's so crazy you know uh, during high school we were like best friends, we were super close. And then we kinda like fell off right after we graduated, we went our own ways. And somehow full circle, uh two years ago we we got back together. So it's been pretty Dude, dope. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy how life works out, man. I it, it trips me up.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I guess like after uh you know dude it's so funny and i know i'm just like i'm just 26 um Mm -hmm. i'll be 27 next june but um i know like there's a certain age you get like maybe in your mid-30s or maybe 40s they call it a midlife crisis yeah i think i had that a little early uh don't get me wrong like dude i'm I'm blessed i can't complain but uh you know, I just I just started saying, like, man, like, I want to do something different, you know? Yeah. And like like you, man, like um, I've been, wa- you know, I've been, I watch everybody through social media every now and then, you know, we're mm-hmm. all busy. But, you know, like you, I, I was like, man, you know what? Let me just let me just start doing this thing uh, with fire at a table, you know, yeah. but it wasn't like an instant kind of thing.
0: OK. Um, yeah. It, 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 it's it, a weird process, isn't it?
1: Yeah,
0: cause yeah. like I, with the whole podcasting thing, like I kicked it around with two of my friends for three years. Where <laughs> I was kicking it around, I was like, "Come on, guys, let, let's do a podcast or let's do YouTube, let's do something." Because I mean, we were a bunch of idiots. We used to always go get drunk and go to brewery hopping and stuff. <laughs> That's actually how this podcast started. We used to always go brewery hopping. We would meet the owners. We would because we would always bullshit with everybody. We're we're social drunks, and um. <laughs> You know, I, I just I I was like, man, I'm bored with what I'm doing. I enjoy doing this part of life where I'm out and about talking to people, and um and yeah, like it, I just kept kicking it around, kicking it around, and finally one of my friends, he was like, all right, dude, let's do it, and we started it. He helped me start it all up. We built it up, built it up, and um you know, he's like, man, recently he was like, man, it, it's time for me to go another avenue. I want to go back to school. I want to concentrate on that, and I was like, "All right, cool, man. Like, do you do you? Uh, I always appreciate that you help me do this, and you always got a seat here. But you know, I'm a I'm gonna keep pushing this on. And now that we've built a a following, we've kind of yeah. built up a, you know, we just built around it and built people and uh, build a bunch of connections. I was like, man, let me tr- let me turn the page on this podcast." let me start bringing my friends that i see are are doing stuff because like you said you know you're always watching social media you see the people we graduated with you see some our close friends you're like damn everyone's doing their own thing and when i saw that i was like well i got a podcast already i got a following i got a social media following i was like let me get people that i know that i find interesting and that they're doing their own thing and they're being creative let me get them on here and let's, let's you know chop it up let's let's promote one another let's put on for everybody yeah
1: definitely definitely
0: yeah so like when i when i saw you doing this like cuz well yeah when i saw you doing this i was like man like that's really dope he's he's taking his own his own avenue creating his own thing and uh and that's when i that's when we kind of all started hitting each other up right cuz you tagged me on facebook and I was already talking to some other friends about bringing them on here. And then yeah. you, you you released your, your social media. Because I, I remember watching you um, cooking steaks on, on your Facebook and your Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this, this dude's really into, like, you know, cooking and grilling. And I was like, I wonder what he's going to do with it. And then you came yeah. out and fired the table. And I was like, oh, shit, that's what he was doing. He was prepping himself.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's like... Um like, I don't think I would be the type of person that would just step out and, and you know, do this, you know, because c- it's definitely a risk, you know, and, and oh, there's yeah. definitely that uncertainty with it, you know, um, and it's all about what you want to do. Like, d- what kind of goals do you have with it? And do like, I had millions of questions. I'm like, what if, what if, what if? And I think mm-hmm. at one point, I just, over time, I just said, you know what, let me just do it you know and i'll learn everything on the way you know with everything that that comes with it um so you know it was funny because my wife you know she's a better she's way better at social media and you know she's way better at those kinds of things and i was asking her like okay so if i create this you know what like do i make a separate page or this and that and Mm -hmm. what kind of logo what kind of oh dude it was it was just you know but you know all of that is, is exciting yeah because i guess it motivates you and if you're really gonna stick to it like it's it's your own you know Mm -hmm. and you just go on and run with it you know so you know yeah i'm I'm pretty happy that um i've started this and it's not just me running this it's also Mm -hmm. my wife okay and yeah
0: dude that that's dope um so let me get to one of the first questions i i had written down um when, when you're doing all this, like what, what, first off, what got you into grilling? Like um, how did so, that passion grow or come to be?
1: Dude. I mean, I, th- I, I want to pin it back to going to those carne salas with my family, you know, okay. like my, my uncles would always have the grill wide open fires mm. all up and they would just grill fajitas and all that. And, my uh my aunts and mom would do the rice and stuff like that and right. you know traditional stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And, um i don't know like i've always watched like we've always I, I guess i've always hung out with them as they were cooking and just watching them you know kind of listening to their tips and stuff like that um can you imagine the Mexican music in the oh, background? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I know so, what that's um, like. <laughs> y-
1: yeah, you know, so I guess I I just had a small, it's like a a snowball effect. It just started to grow on me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, like, you know, this this looks pretty cool, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that one. It, it, it's crazy because uh, in Hispanic culture, you know, food's the biggest thing. Food oh, brings dude, everyone yeah. together. And, I mean, that's dope. That, that That's kind of what started it. And then, um, yeah, like it, it starts your passion. It makes you interested in different things, right? Like for me, when I was younger, and it was that I was always interested in what people were drinking, like <laughs> what beer they were drinking and stuff like that. And it's weird because as I grew up and I got to the age where I could drink and stuff, like that's yeah. all I wanted to know. I was like, I want to learn about beer. So yeah. I, you know, I started taking classes on how to pair beer, how to pair wine, like what alcohols wow. go with what. And then, you know, I started brewery hopping, which became like this huge passion for me, just like going to different breweries, getting to know the people that run them, kind of see yeah. how how their mind works to come up with these delicious beers. And, um, you know, it, it it's funny because when I, like I said, when, I, when this started, it was all just a passion project. It was all just yeah. for fun, just an excuse for me and Dan, my friend, to go to places and get drunk and just BS with people. And... With that, you know, the passion grew and we actually got sponsored by a brewery last year, which was super dope. Yeah.
2: That's
1: awesome. I think I saw you post that at that time. I'm like, damn, dude.
0: Yeah, we, it's funny, dude, because like we got on this huge wave right off the bat. Like people started following us and numbers started growing and we, we all of a sudden we went to a brewery and they're like, Hey, we like you guys. You guys are funny. We want to sponsor you. Wow. We're like we're in, and they're they're like, yeah, you know. So we got a Southern Star sponsorship, and then it's been dope ever since because they give us free beer, they let us promote for them, and and fun stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, um, so funny story to to add to that. Um, you know, when I met Jen, um, it took us about a year for us to finally like date. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was a whole. It was a whole mess. But uh, <laughs> anyways, it's like your usual love story. But mm-hmm. um, so when I f- started finally dating Jen, um, you know, I got to meet her parents. and I started mm-hmm. coming over on the weekends and, you know, spend time with them as well. And uh, one day um, and this was like maybe fast forward two years in our relationship. You know, I started growing on them and stuff like that. And the dad and at this point, I still have not yet grilled myself
0: really i haven't
1: yeah i have not touched the grill at all and this was maybe like 2014 2015 and um so the dad dad, my father-in-law just said hey uh you know why don't you just hey why don't you just make us some stuff you know Uh i'm like i was nervous dude because i mean it sounds funny dude but i'm like i don't even know how to turn the charcoal on you know
0: oh really so you were super green when it came to the grilling
1: yeah i was super green (laughs) even though i've seen my uncles do it all the time it's just Uh there's a different aspect to it when you start actually doing it yeah um and that's yeah so um yeah you know it it all started like that you know he just because he was the cook you know he was the the grill person every weekend oh
0: Um, dang no pressure
1: yes (laughs) i know dude and on top of that like her family's huge and like they all have this like like just some sort of unity and like uh-huh. you know if you mess with one you mess with all you know it's like
0: damn okay
1: anyway so, yeah, it's a tight so the grip. pressure was on <laughs> yeah so um i just started grilling man and i don't know it, it just grew on me you know
0: uh-huh. so yeah, that's dope man so with grilling i mean everyone finds their their thing right like what kind of meat they like to grill, how they like to do it their prep work um, what was kind of like the process for you figuring out what you liked and what you liked to cook?
1: Um, well, definitely at that time it was like what was easiest and what was the most delicious, you know, Uh um, at that point, you know, I wouldn't even consider trying to do any kind of brisket or, you know, ribs because that's, that's more tedious, more, it takes more time. There's just so much more conditions with it. Um, so, at first I started doing simple things like fajitas, uh, burgers and chicken, you okay. know, um, and kind of seeing like how long it takes for it to cook, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's so, yeah, man, it, it just, uh, slowly but surely I started doing other things. And okay. then I guess the more you do it, the more you get accustomed to the, the fire,
2: because mm-hmm.
1: I, I think the fire is like one of the most important things to to know about you know yeah. uh, how to maintain it how to have proper fire
0: yeah i i saw that you use a uh, like one of those fire starter can things is that what it's called yeah. fire starter right yeah. Where you put your charcoal uh, in and then you light yeah, it Yeah, yeah.
1: charcoal chimney
0: there we go that's what it's called so <laughs> yeah. how'd you how'd you figure that one out did you just try different yeah. things and you're like okay this, this works for me or
1: so uh, I didn't really it did, so my my uncles they were all limited to just fajitas. I'm like, okay, well that doesn't cut it for me. You know, I want to grow. I want to do more things. Mm-hmm. Um, they all they all start their fire with lighter fluid, and at the time it, it when you start with it, it's easy because all you got to do is just spray it on there. Mm-hmm. But um, then I started looking at okay, I want like a cleaner cleaner fire, so I started looking at YouTube for guidance. And I looked at all these videos and how you do these certain things. And uh, just, you know, then I started doing that and practicing, practicing. And mm-hmm. finally, man, like, I finally got, like, a little rhythm going.
0: Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, YouTube's awesome, dude. <laughs> oh, for YouTube sure. YouTube is freaking sure. awesome. It, it taught me how, how to set up everything on my podcast. <laughs> I didn't know anything. Like, I had DJ yeah. before, and, you know, I was like, okay, this is going to be the same thing. Nope. The way you set up mics, the way you set up mixers is completely different.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's all. That's always like you know. You can always look at other people do it, you know. But uh, it's all it's all about practice too. You know, you got to find out what what works for you and your application. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, um, as long as you're you know wanting to learn how to do things.
0: Yeah, it takes a little bit of passion, don't you think? Like oh, it does. Like, like to have that will.
1: It, it helps you. I, I guess it helps you maintain persistency because, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if it just aggravates you over time, you're not going to want to do it anymore. But yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what, that's what helped me to realize, okay, this is something that I actually like doing, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Yeah. It, it, and it, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, it's so, and with that, you know, it's not just like, like, don't get me wrong. Food, obviously my passion too, mm-hmm. but uh something i also like is you know when you actually get the hang of it and when you start delivering good food yeah it makes everyone happy and that's also another part that's like the rewarding part you mm-hmm.
0: know
1: so okay
0: yeah, yeah I, I bet that's uh, super awesome when, when when you go take something and everyone's like oh dang like
1: yeah yeah, yeah, everyone like dude it's so funny because everyone uh in jen's family my family my friends are all like oh dude you know let's go to ivan's you know or uh-huh. um yeah the weekend you know that he's cooking or it's it's just funny because it's like they all like they still to this day uh ask me like is it okay you know if you cook i'm like don't even ask i know it's okay <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like
0: uh are you the the chef now in the family or the the grill master so to say yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: you know um, it's funny because like they'll be like, "We went to a store and we bought this, this, and that, and we we're hoping you know you could make it." And I'm like, uh-huh. "Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, man. <laughs> That's really yeah. dope." Um, do you remember like the first steak you made that came out like exactly how you wanted it?
1: Yes, um, I and I was very surprised. Um, it's actually the picanha, which is what mm-hmm. I what I sampled you.
0: Yeah, dude, that steak was amazing. Like, uh, I love steak. I, my my favorite thing is going out and eating a good steak. But that steak you gave me, dude, it was perfectly cooked. Perfectly yeah. cooked. Like even after reheating it, it was just perfect.
1: Yeah, and, and I like that's something. That's another thing too that I'm trying to like, uh, you know, get better at is how can I conserve the the heat of mm-hmm. the steak? You know, once it comes off the grill. And how much time do I have until it starts, you know, cooling down more? But
0: yeah.
1: pretty much, uh, yeah, you know, the picanha is where it all started, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, and what made you choose the picanha?
1: So I have never heard of this kind of cut, you know. Uh, slowly but surely, I started to know about the ribeyes, New mm-hmm. York strips, filet mignons, all that stuff. Um, but I I followed these this guy on YouTube and shout out to Google foods and Suvia, everything if anyone knows them uh, uh but anyway he's Brazilian
2: okay. and
1: he loves picanha like he would make some videos ever since he started his channel like about several years ago uh he first started doing like picanha the stuff that he loves to make
0: gotcha.
2: and I'm
1: like picanha like what is that um and it actually is um it's like a well it, it all started in Argentina uh, okay. where it all got famous it's just this cut that's right above the it's like the rump cap
0: okay um, okay
1: it's got a it's got a fat cap but it's like a top sirloin so mm-hmm. it's very tender yeah. although um, even though it's got a lot of fat that fat is not hard it's actually a soft fat mm-hmm. so it's even better than the fat off of a ribeye
0: is, is that that's what keeps it juicy right? Because I noticed it was super tender, super juicy. And, uh, like, I took it home, right? Well, I I took it to my girlfriend's house because I I was heading that way. And literally I popped the package open and I was like, oh, shit, it smells amazing. (laughs) And instantly she smelled it and then her little brother smelled it. And they both came running into the kitchen. They're like, ooh, what do you got? And I was (laughs) like, well, well, my buddy, you know, he's starting his business and he gave me this to sample. I was like, y'all want to try it? Next thing I know, everyone everyone in her house was there. They they got like eight people there and everyone was there and we were just like slicing it up and everyone tried it. Everybody everybody loved it. Everybody, oh, even dude, the youngest, awesome. the youngest pickiest eater, he saw it and he's like, "Ooh, that looks good." And he's like, "Can I try it?" And he smelled it and he looked at it and then he ate it and he's like, "Ooh, I want more." And I think he ended up <laughs> fighting with someone for the last piece. <laughs> So, uh, you that's got, awesome. you got an amazing product, man. Um, yeah. besides picanha, do you do any other steaks or are you yeah, planning yeah. on moving up to other things or is it right now just picanha?
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, right now with my menu, uh, it's, it's small and it's actually small on purpose because I didn't want to start with a huge menu and that's the worst. I start, don't, don't do yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I would like I would be all over the place, you know, but, uh, yeah, dude, I, I do, uh, sirloins, which is, um, I would say an affordable cut. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I do New York strips, ribeyes, tenderloins, and, uh, picanha. And I, I've also, I'm going to expand to do like tri-tip, which is,
2: uh, you know, kind of
1: like, kind of like picanha, but it's, uh, a little, it's a little more like the, uh, the fajita texture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, like uh, soon I will start to do ribs, brisket. I, I saw know. that
0: on your Instagram, man. I was like, damn, this guy's <laughs> really stepping it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, and I've already had plenty of practice of mm-hmm. doing all this, you know, at the hangouts that we do here at the family. Um, so then. You know, I just want to like before I roll it out. I just want to make sure that I have everything down. Like, because one one thing is to to just do some backyard barbecue, backyard yeah. grilling, you know. But the another thing is to actually make sure you deliver a good product, and yeah. that's what I want to make sure. You, so. Uh,
0: I, oh, I was gonna say, do you do you think you take a little bit extra pride since your names behind this and it's it's your your business, definitely. your passion
1: definitely because you know every barbecuer every grill master every mm-hmm. chef every whoever has their own touch Yeah, and you know your ribs are going to be different from my ribs it's not to say that you know I wouldn't say it's the superior kind of ribs uh-huh. but um, it's just like oh man like this ribs from this person is just like oh you know die yeah. to die for like with picanha it's like man this dude's picanha is really good
0: Oh yeah, so, dude, uh, for sure, for sure. Like on my uh, my little book where I have you know all, all my favorite barbecues and stuff. You're you're there. Picanha steaks, Ivan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and of course like, um, so like I, I think I'm gonna do like seasonal kind of things. Like I'll I'll probably remove most of the items from my menu for just a for just a time period mm-hmm. and introduce a time period a new time period well i where i will say okay i'm going to offer brisket pork shoulder okay. you know stuff like that because those things actually take like hours and hours to do and i don't want to mix those things yet with like steak and chicken mm-hmm. and stuff like that because um, you know, I'm, I'm basically starting slow, right? You know, yeah.
0: no, that, that's the best thing, man. Cause when I was in high school, I opened my own food truck, had my parents, uh, operate it, but I, I did all the, the menu and stuff yeah. and I screwed up. I screwed up from the jump. I had a menu that was way too big to handle on a food truck it took way too much effort, way too much time to get all the products and too much money. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I, I ran the business down cause I was spending all this money on all these different things and not being able to sell everything. Cause my menu was way too big. Yeah. So inventory definitely kills if you're not moving it fast enough.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's why, uh, when I, when I contact everyone or, or whoever messages me, I tell them that, you know, everything's made
2: per mm-hmm. order
1: and i resource everything for your order specifically okay. so uh that's why i asked for like at least two days in advance the you know i could do one day in advance mm-hmm. it's just that you know i also have a full-time schedule so yeah. i have to make sure i set aside some time to go look for whatever it is you want mm-hmm. and prepare for it and all that because i actually have uh for my steaks, um and actually for any kind of meat, even brisket. Brisket especially is more important to do this. Um I salt my meat overnight. Yeah. So okay. I don't just yeah, I don't just do everything last minute. I actually take the time to do everything. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, no that that makes sense, dude. Um I, I know personally that seasoning your meat ahead of time three to three to four days before you actually cook changes yeah. it completely. You know, it allows it it allows the meat to absorb the flavors, to absorb the salt and the salt tenderizes it. So I I completely understand there. (laughs) I was actually going to ask you that. Like, is there a grace period for from when you order to when you get it or things like that? So that's good to know.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I have accepted some orders where it was like. The morning of, and they wanted it like the lunchtime or something. Oh, damn. And, um, I'll tell them, you know, okay, I'll work with you, you know, because they'll tell me, well, I, you know, I got to do something and I won't be really available to like next week or so. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And so, you know, that's another, I guess, uh, advantage that someone would have, you know, would you be willing to make some room? You know, would you be willing to, to make it happen? And, I'm all about customer service, so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I'll, I'll do my best, you know, to to serve you, so. Yeah,
0: that's what's yeah. up, man. I, I know that gets difficult sometimes, because, like yeah. I said, I, I do this podcasting thing, and then I work a full-time job, and on top of that, I do side work, so, yeah. you know, I'm all over the place, and then I also do, like, recording and stuff, like, video recording and stuff for other people, so I'm always booked, I'm always running around, and I know sometimes it gets frustrating. Or, yeah. or it gets hard, not frustrating, it gets hard to just, like, keep up with everything. Keep yeah, up with everyone's, it, like, orders or wants.
2: Yeah, so
1: I, you know, I'll, I have to, like, or I guess I've developed uh, some kind of system now where, you know, I take your order, I write it down, I mm-hmm. put it in my phone, and, you know, through iCloud, you know, I'm able to see it on mm-hmm. my iPad as well. So I'm able to, you know keep everything in track. What do I need? You know, I'm not going to go to the store four or five different times. You know, yeah. I'm going to try and go to the store just once and come back and just get what I need and, mm-hmm. you know, make it. Um, so yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of things that I'm learning, um, still, but it's, I would say it's, it's like the, I would say the best part of it, you know, you're, you're growing.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I bet. I, and I know how that feels, man. It's, it's an awesome feeling. Um, so you have these these different cuts of meat, different kinds of steaks, and you do sides as well, right? Yeah. Like, what what options are there? Let's say I wanted to order today, and I want to order a picanha with, you know, a side. What what options do you have on your menu there?
1: So I started with the things that we know mm-hmm. right off the bat because there. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of sides that I we know how to do, but Again, it's it's about making sure we deliver a good quality product to mm-hmm. you, not just to our family. You know, we, yeah. we feed our family anything. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so with the sides right now, uh, we're doing mashed potatoes. Okay. We're doing baked potatoes, loaded. Uh, you know, Are, of course, I can leave yeah. you the option of a regular one, but I'm actually giving you a loaded baked potato. Um, your greens, you know, such as broccoli, asparagus, mixed vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm also considering doing other stuff as well.
0: Okay, okay, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, that I was wondering. Like, well, I was thinking, I was like, man, he's doing all of this. Like, how does he have the time? Because, like you said, you you have a full time job. Do you, do you sell throughout the week or is it just weekends or?
1: It, it's mostly weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like in the very beginning of this, I I did have maybe like maybe one or two orders like on Tuesday or Thursday, but for the most part, um, everyone's been ordering for Friday, Saturday and Sunday.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And that's okay by me. You know, I've I've actually like, I guess after doing all this, I guess for a little over a month now, I would say that that's actually the best way to do it right now for me, because of course, you know, working a full-time schedule, there's just, it's just very, very hard. And it would stress me. Out so much if I, if I do like weekdays.
0: So. Yeah, I bet. And do uh, you, you offer takeout, right? Like you you go delivering it, or do yeah, people um, have the option to pick it up from you too?
1: Well, I, I do tell, like I do tell some of them, hey, you know, you're always more than welcome. Which, in mm-hmm. in some instances, yes, uh some people have came and picked it up. But um I always tell them I also deliver. You know, just because I know. The, this like, how good it is to just have someone deliver your food, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah, the, yeah. That that's that's awesome. Um, crap, yeah. dude, I was gonna ask you something. I had it in my head while you we were talking, <laughs> and, and then I start like I'm listening to you and I'm thinking like ahead. And I had a dude, question. I'm
1: actually getting hungry a little bit talking yeah. about all this
0: I food. know, man. I know. I'm I in
1: here. I may have
0: to hit up Jack in the Box. or something. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I got home and I was like, "Crap! I got I got to get dressed. I got to set everything up." I'm, so I skipped dinner. I'm, I think after this, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely have to go get some food. Um. Yeah. Oh, the other question I was gonna ask you was: so besides grilling, do you, do you ever cook at home? Like, are you are you into cooking in the kitchen, or is it just grilling for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know. Um. So, I I, I also love cooking other things in the kitchen um uh, you know i love i love fish mm-hmm. i love salmon i love um uh, all kinds of uh like oh, i'm trying to think red snapper Ooh, you know okay. tilapia obviously uh-huh. um and i've you know researched new recipes of how to like cook it you know and um i actually also do steaks on the on the stove okay. with the cast iron
0: Ooh. um Okay. Yeah,
1: with with butter butter and rosemary. rosemary. Yeah, Yeah. that's what's love. (laughs) And um, you know, so yeah, I always I always like to do new things. Um, Mm -hmm. I always like to try new things, and that's actually how I am getting used to, like how how can we bring flavor to this type of dish? You know, and you just gotta like, you really do have to experiment a whole lot. You know, oh yeah, it's a lot of trial and error
0: yeah i i bet i i know the kitchen is one of those things where it, or at least for me like i love i love it because as well i grew up in a very hispanic mexican uh, household and cooking is like a huge huge thing you know from making tamales then having everyone yeah. over to the pozoles, the carne asadas the tacos you know and i i really got deep into you know wanting to learn how to cook so my mom taught me you know, like a bunch of stuff But every now and then I like to dabble with different things and experiment, and sometimes they're great. Sometimes the dog won't even touch it.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I also have a uh, a blackstone flat top. Mm -hmm. So oh, nice. uh, Yeah, yeah. You can make you know tacos. You can make tacos that be steak or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's also something that I'm you know trying to learn. You know, I just want to know how to cook different things at, at on different. Cook different foods on different things, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Have you ever tried like cooking different, like wild game or stuff like that?
1: Yeah, um, deer, obviously. Um, uh, I'm I wanted I haven't done this yet. I want to do like a whole uh pig, not like a big one, but like you know, baby pig, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's gonna come in time. I I actually want to get a Uh, huge. Smoker, you know, oh, okay,
0: there. okay,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, so that's what you're trying to do smoke a pig, or like, yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, I want to do that because I haven't done that, and I want to, and man, I've had actually like whole pig like that before mm-hmm. roasted, dude, it, yes, oh my gosh, yeah, and the, I don't know, there's just a lot of things I want to get,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's like that's one thing I love about the Mexican culture, man is the different styles of cooking like sometimes you just dig a hole in the ground and you know throw a big old pot full of uh barbacoa covered with the uh, plantain leaves and oh yeah oh it's the best yeah i actually I um what was it three years ago i went hog hunting mm. and uh i think we i got like five hogs they're about 80 pounds a piece Wow! And uh, I I watched a couple YouTube videos, learned how to butcher a hog. I butchered it, and uh, I made carnitas. I made pork belly. Damn! And uh, what else did I make? And I made cuadritos out of the hogs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, So that's it. Was awesome, man! I bought a big old castle. It was. uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I bought it at a flea market. Actually, I I went with my mom one day, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna go find the castle." We went to probably four different flea markets, and finally yeah. we found one at the right price. And I was like, I gotta have this. And then right after that, I went hog hunting, and it, it was dope, dude. I, I was surprised how good hog meat is when it's fresh.
1: How does it compare with regular pork?
0: It's just it's a lot cleaner, you know. And mm. uh, after watching a bunch of YouTube videos, I learned that you can get the gamey taste out of it by by mm. uh, soaking it in buttermilk. So what I did oh, okay. was I went hunting, and that night when I got all the hogs, I came home, I washed them, cleaned them up, butchered them, and I threw them in a cooler full of ice and salt. And I just I left the meat in there for a night and let it all marinate with the ice and salt, and it actually tenderized it. And then the next day, I I put them in a Ziploc bags with buttermilk, and I yeah. and I uh, vacuum sealed it and froze it and then the week the weekend after is when I got the castle, so we just we we threw everything in that day and it, it came out amazing, man, wow, it was really good, yeah yeah
1: man that that that's good uh I also want to do like lamb, you know oh okay, stuff like that, some lamb chops, so, yeah. yeah, or you know well I've actually done lamb legs uh but i i didn't I haven't done them on the grill,
2: mm-hmm. I've
1: done them in the oven um so yeah uh, you know just want to move towards that a little bit try and experiment
0: okay and um besides grilling like what's your favorite kind of food
1: um besides grilling my favorite food um you know it's actually I gotta give it to seafood but specifically uh well any kind of fish to be honest with you
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh but uh sushi sushi man yeah Like, if if I could just, like, skip a day of grilling or cooking or something like that, I would – I definitely look forward to going to a really good sushi place.
0: Yeah. You got any good spots to go to?
1: Yeah, local. uh, Here in Richmond, there's a place called Ninjas. Um, Okay. That – I remember – that's actually off of 359, off Uh of 90. Really? It's near near Pecan Grove over there.
0: Okay. Is it new Uh, or –
1: no, it's, it's been there actually for quite a while now. Um, I remember when they first opened, um, they're right there, yeah, by Pecan Grove in that area. There's like a strip right there where there's a 49 no, not 49ers, oh, Niners. Niners yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, okay, in that
1: same strip. Okay, I love that place. Um, and uh, there's obviously a couple places in Houston mm-hmm. that I really like to go to, um, but. Yeah, dude, just eating sushis. Yeah, if you're, I'm not
0: talking. Oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I, I, you know, I'm not talking about like um, your traditional, you know, cooked sushi Mm -hmm. or you know those rolls or whatever. Don't get me wrong, I I love those rolls as well. But I love eating sashimi and nigiri and all that stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's That's that stuff's awesome.
0: Yeah, I love it. I actually love going to this place called Keepers. It's on Highway Six and. I think it's Highway Six. Oh, I can't remember the other street. What is it? What is it? Damn, I can't remember how. I think it's Highway Six in Sweetwater or something like that. Oh, okay. it's called Keepers. It, it's next to. Uh, it has a H E B across from it. It's actually okay. really, really good. It, it's mm. one of the freshest places I've had. Like where okay. the, where you can taste that the fish is. It, it was caught yeah. that day or the day before. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I, I definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, I gotta try it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um well, we're we've been recording for quite a minute, man. I I think we're at the part of the interview where I just ask you some rapid fire questions. You answer yeah. to the best of your abilities. Alright? Alright. Alright, number one is uh what's the first thing you do when you wake up?
1: The first thing I do when I wake up, I go to the restroom. and then i go get a cup of coffee
0: okay that's what's up uh do you prefer hot or cold
1: i prefer cold
0: cold okay yeah okay uh chocolate or vanilla
1: i prefer oof dude that's a tough question there um uh chocolate
0: chocolate dang okay Okay. You seem more like a vanilla guy, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All
0: right. All right. Uh, favorite artist at the moment.
1: Favorite artist, dude, I'm going to have to give it to, um,
0: Dawkins. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's Classic what's up. Rock. Yeah. 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 Damn. I, I, I didn't expect that to be honest. Yeah. I, I had to think about it. I was like, Dawkins, Dawkins, Dawkins. And then I thought about it. I was like, Oh shit. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. <laughs> Alright, uh, my final question for you is if you could cook for any celebrity uh, chef, or chef or anyone, who would you want to cook for?
1: Man, I'm going to have to go with Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay? Because, yeah, yeah, you know, we, we know... Um, I don't know, like, for me... It's all about personality, and I think yeah. this dude just has a great personality, you know. I know he would be very, very critique and, uh-huh. you know, all that stuff, but I don't care. Just just to cook for him would be nice.
0: Yeah, dude, he, he's by far my favorite chef. Like, I find yeah, him yeah. so entertaining and so interesting, and uh, I, I like how meticulous he is with things. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he gets a lot of hate for being an asshole or for being real strict, <laughs> but when you actually pay attention to what he says, he's like... He's so into what he does that it has to be perfect.
1: Yeah, for sure. And
0: I find that super dope. All right, man, I, I really appreciate you uh, making some time to sit down and talk with me, man. Uh, it was awesome. It was lots of fun. Uh, yeah. Do you want to plug your your Instagram and stuff to everybody where yeah. they can find you?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, on Instagram you can just search Fire to Table. Uh, you could also search my, my Instagram account, I 2 too. Um, and you can also find my page that way on Facebook. It's the same thing. You can search fire to table or you can search my name, Ivan roses, and you can also look at my, my stuff through my account. So,
0: okay. Yeah. Sweet, man. Thank you again for, uh, doing this with me. It was fun and we'll, we'll definitely do it again, man.
1: Yeah man and you know you'll have you'll have to reach out to me sometime or maybe yeah. you know just figure out when we could all hang out you
0: know Oh hell yeah man uh have you tried those micheladas at Fabian sells The michelada mix?
1: Nah, I didn't know he sells those.
0: Yeah, dude, he uh Richard and Hector are always over there with them. What? And uh yeah, his That's cousin crazy. makes it. His cousin makes it. And uh, I hit up his cousin recently, and he, me, and him are trying to work something out where he's gonna sponsor this podcast, and I'm gonna oh, hook wow. him up with, uh, I'm gonna try to hook him up with Southern Star. So, oh. so maybe one of these days we can get together, and I'll get some beer. You know, I, I've, dude, you, you know, we'll buy some meat, grill it all up, and just hang out.
1: Dude, have I'd a good. I'd be gil- happy to, man.
0: Yeah, I, I think that'd be dope to do a, a good old Auto Tech reunion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah man just let me know dude let me know all right man
0: yeah uh i'm gonna I'm work this stuff out and hopefully hopefully I'll, I'll be able to get back with you in a couple weeks about it um yeah, yeah. but for sure i'm gonna hit you up personally to to get some more steaks maybe a steak <laughs> dinner um yeah, this was awesome thank you again for giving us uh some time and yeah that, that's pretty much it that's the show all right thanks all right. daniel all right thank you man
2: all right a maze, Disney, Disney, They tricked me, tricked me. I'm wishing on a shooting star, but now I'm twenty-something. I still know nothing about. Who I-